When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Are you ready? This is the Really Riley Podcast. Woo! Hey, you guys. Welcome back to Really Riley. Appreciate y'all coming back to my little corner of the world where I like to talk about all things real and Riley. My favorite thing in the world, if you guys listen to this podcast, is to say things that people are like, oh my God, really? Hence the name, Really Riley. So for this episode, I kind of wanted to keep it light and fun, you know, because the last couple ones have been kind of serious, talking about Marshall's surgery and being a caregiver for him and all that. And by the way, thank you guys so much for all your thoughts and prayers and wishes and love and all that stuff. It's been very much felt. So today I thought I would keep it funny and talk to our girl Saran, because Saran's our newest intern, but really you're not an intern. You work just as hard as most of us, but our newest intern on the Kane show and I always like to like delve into the minds of people that are just starting out in radio because I legit feel like it was yesterday. Been doing this for almost 17 years out and it makes me feel like an old ass lady when I talk that way. But one of the biggest things for me when I first got into radio is recognizing how people helped me back in that day. Like how people legit took me by the wings and made me fly. And I think that's without getting all emotional because this one was supposed to be light and funny, right? That like that's my responsibility and my jam to do that for other people. Because otherwise you're an asshole. Like if you, if you no. retain all this knowledge, then blah. So Saran, you're 26 now, right? Yes. So I just recently turned 26. Radio 101, come closer to the mic. Okay. okay. <laughs> so that struck my interest when I was talking to you about this the other day because I was like, wow, I was 26 when I first got into radio. Yeah. And correct me if I'm wrong, it seems like, oh my God, there's some people up in here that are like 12 trying to get in this industry. Or at least that's what I thought. Yeah, I mean, even as now, like, I'm in here and I'm getting everything done, sometimes I still feel like, okay, I'm a little too old, Mm -hmm. like, to be doing this, because some of them are, like, 21 or 18, just kind of starting off younger than what I am now, and I'm like... Ooh, exactly. Like, okay. I felt the same way because I was like, well, shit. Yeah. And in a sense, though, for me, that helped. That propelled me that it was like, all right, this is do or die. There is no like going to the left and working at freaking, you know, a clothing store, which there's nothing wrong with that. And being a stylist, because it's probably where I would have ended up. Yeah. Dad or being a writer. And I know those are two very different things. But I think it's neat to talk to you at 26 because I see this is I'm such a fucking old lady. I see a lot of myself in you. Like Saran is super sassy. Saran don't take no shit. Saran nope. is very driven. She's very respectful. Yes. But don't don't sleep on your girl. Yeah. Basically. So I thought it would be kind of funny to do like a ask Riley anything because a lot of times in this industry there's people that want to hold their knowledge to themselves. They don't want to help. They don't want to propel you forward. And I thought it would be fun to let you just kind of pick my brain, no matter what it is. Because you know me, I'm not afraid to answer any kind of embarrassing, any kind of serious, any kind of funny, any kind of sad. So I thought it would be kind of interesting to see if you could have me for a minute and just pick my brain apart. 
or ask me shit that you don't think I'll answer because I will. Okay. So you asked your questions. Yeah, I do. So, well, my first question is like, how was it your first time on air? Like, were you scared? Were you nervous? By myself? Yeah, by yourself or like in a group setting. Like, how did you find your voice? Okay. So the very first time I ever went into a studio, I was on the air with Kane. Okay. And I, oh God, if I could tell myself to go backwards and not wear what the fuck I wore, girl, oh. My sister styled me and it was super cute. Don't get me wrong, but it was like super, like I had like a white, like cute suit on and all uh-huh. this. It, oh God. But I remember being really, really nervous. And I remember Kane asked me a question. I was like, pardon? I was like super, <laughs> like, exactly. I was yeah. like literally right after I walk out of the room, like, oh, Fuck. Like, really? You made yeah. zero impression, Riley. Come on. Again, with the really Riley. Yeah. Um, but the first time I was on air by myself, I was nervous as hell. It was 11 o'clock at night, and I was filling in for somebody. I wasn't supposed to be there. It was by accident. It was like a last-minute thing, and I was like, oh, shit. And I don't, I don't remember what I said, but I remember I messed up on the first break, and I was like, no! But the the piece of advice that I have for you with that is... After 15 seconds, nobody cares about it but you. Yeah. Like, you're going to beat yourself up. And I think that's kind of how I found my voice, just right there through that. That it was like, I think I am more likable, honest, relatable, what have you, in just being an idiot. In just being me. In just being like, I don't have shit. Like, in just being weird. Right. And it did take a very long time for me to find that out about myself. Because before, I wanted to be perfect. I would look at other girls and be like, well, damn, I can't be that. Don't look like that. And guess what? All those girls that I couldn't be like, don't look like, they're not in radio anymore. So I think just like being your truest self and making mistakes, learning through your mistakes is the biggest freaking thing ever. I know that sounds super cliche, but I think that's legit a truth. No. Truth bomb for me to you. No, I mean, you're absolutely right. And that's kind of something that I'm struggling with now. It's like not to sound so nervous, like to sound like I'm having a natural conversation when I'm on the air. And it's like, I think sometimes you think so much into it that it comes out worse than what you're internally like really thinking. Yeah. But I mean, I think I guess within time, like I will get adjusted to it. But how do you know like what to share and what not to share, like sharing too much or like girl, I've gotten (laughs) anybody that has known me for five minutes (laughs) Uh has known I have probably gotten in trouble with this. But for me, that was the biggest caveat to having listeners that have stayed with me forever. Trust yeah. me, I've had PDs come at me and be like, oh my God, you shouldn't share that. Yeah. The blessing is now, I think, you coming into this part of the industry, um, people are more comfortable with you sharing more. Yeah. Like, I don't, I mean, what, whatever, whatever it is, I've never been afraid of that. Mm-hmm. I've always been one that, like, I do first and ask questions later. Now, the one thing I would tell you about sharing your life is there is consequences that come with that yeah. because people are going to think they own you. They mm-hmm. think they're going to own your story mm-hmm. and that you owe them that story. And here's the part you're not going to like. You kind of do. You kind of do owe that story. You can't share the good without the bad. Right. Like I remember the hardest thing I ever had to go through because I was super open about my engagement that was no more and thank God it wasn't. Yeah. You've met Marshall. <laughs> I definitely like... I, I, you know, dated up. Yeah. 
the hardest thing ever in my career, I think, was telling my listeners in a brand new audience. I had only been with him, back with him. This is the second time we were engaged for like three months. And we just had a meeting with our big boss about how everybody loved our engagement story, loved me, loved that part. It was yeah. ratings, ratings, ratings. Mm-hmm. And then we broke up. Damn. And I was like, well, fuck. I do owe them this part of the story because you can't. It's like somebody taking out a piece of your sitcom. Like, wait a minute. What will happen? Like, what will happen from season one to season two? Wait, what? So I will say to you, definitely share away. Be honest. Be you. Be super into who you are and sharing that aspect of it. However, comma. Expect people to own a certain part of you. And I know people are going to be like, oh, my God, what do you mean? But it's true. It it legit is true. Like, I get frustrated with people on the daily in my DMs. Like, is you crazy asking me that? But then again, I can't be the person that's like, hit me up in my DMs or I'm real, I'm Riley, and then not expect that part of it. Yeah, you kind of have, it's like a give and take. So it's kind of, you have to put yourself out there and be willing to, you know, expose these areas in your life, even if you don't want to. But while we're on the topic of dating, so like being in radio prior to Marshall and, you know, I'm pretty sure you dated a couple of buttheads. Girl. How do you like how do you figure out like if what someone's true intentions is like that being in radio? Oh, that has been a tough one as well, because I was one that I never really loved dating fans. That wasn't my mm-hmm. thing. Guys. And I'll let me not be like guys, girls, because I'm I'm sure girls have done it too. people in radio. It's like a mini celebrity world in certain spaces and certain markets and certain places. People look at you like you're different because you're on the radio, which in a sense we are. Mm-hmm. We have the ability to talk to a lot of people and be around artists and live this, uh, you know, on Instagram, it's a highlight reel and people get enamored with that. Even just recently, like two people before Marshall, there was this dude that was obsessed with radio. Mm-hmm. Try to act like it wasn't about that, but it really was. Yeah. And I started realizing people's intentions pretty early on with that. Mm-hmm. When I first got my first morning job in, a job in Michigan, I think I was like for uh, maybe a year into radio and this dude, MySpace, Saran, this is how old I am. Ooh. Let's pretend it was Facebook. Okay. Facebook. He's all over the comments, answering comments, all in and up and about the comments, wanted to be on the air all the time, every event he had to be at, even if there were not tickets for it. Yeah. I would say watch out for that. And then there's the other ones that I'm going to throw you a curveball is that some people will get enamored by that and then still be enamored by you. I actually have dated guys like that, that at first it was about the radio and then it became about me. But I have a sneaking suspicion, Saran, that you're a keen one. And I don't think too many of these fanboys, and I really want to say something else, boys, (laughs) We'll get past you. You're yeah. going to go through some dogs like that. Yeah. But then again, like, I, like if there was one, Marshall, close your ears. If there was like one sort of regret I had, I wish I would have used that a little bit more. I'd have been like, yes, take me out to this nice dinner because you're obsessed with me on the radio. Why yes, not? buy me those shoes because yes. you're obsessed with Blind me on the radio. I may or may not have done that once. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying, like, I feel like you'll get a sense after a while about you dating and radio. But let me just give you another pointer that I still use to this day and I still used on Marshall. Once you get into this industry, you have to have the talk. Mm. And by the talk, I don't mean... Are we boyfriend, girlfriend? I mean, I had a talk with Marshall when I first met him, and I have had the same talk with every boyfriend since I've been in radio. You, at one point, have to be Mr. Couture. You, at one point, will be the first lady of House Day Couture. Yeah. Because, like, when I'm at a place or I'm at a 
an event or whatever, the listeners can come before you do. Of course. It it was a hard conversation to have with Marshall, but I said to him in the beginning, obviously we're getting married, so it's a little different, but when we were right. dating, I was like, you're four. One, two, three, four. And he's looking at me like, what? I said, well, first my kid, Avi. Yeah. Second, my career that feeds said kid. And it's been mine since I'm, you know, whatever age. Third is me. And then there's you. Yeah. So have the talk. Respect. I mean, yeah, I think it's important to set guidelines like at the beginning so people just don't take off and run with it. Especially like this is like such a weird and not weird because I'm still fairly new. No, it's weird. You can say it. It's like a weird industry and I'm like still getting adjusted to where it's like one of the first things I heard is it's a lifestyle and it's like I think more, I told you that. Yeah, like I heard uh, the, Okay, it from so the everyone. full the full on thing is radio is not a job, it's a lifestyle. Right. I always add a caveat to that, caveat whatever. Mm-hmm. And say and it doesn't love you back. Mm. I don't want to say all the time because that's not true. I get to meet people, have great experiences. Like I told you the other day, like I get real close with my listeners. Like my son's blanket, his baby blanket was made by a listener. So there's a lot of blessings, a lot of gifts in this whole situation. But yeah. at the end of the day, it doesn't always love you back. No. But Okay. It makes sense. And then another question is how do you deal with like the like the critics and like the haters and like, <sighs> all that stuff because sometimes it's hard like when I'm on the air and then I see the texts the texts coming in and I'm like trying not to get distracted mm-hmm. and it's like I mean of course they're just listeners it doesn't matter but it's still like oh my gosh like you know I'm still kind of learning how to not like you know not think so about it. I always say like you're a lot like me mm-hmm. tell a mother effort about themselves and that's me it's still me (laughs) so here's i have a story about this okay when i first first got in radio this guy used to tear me down his name was adam i'll never forget him Mm. anything i would say he would call the radio station he would comment on the blogs he would call in it would always shoot me down anything i would say and it was shock value so he always made it on the air yeah i remember one time i saw him in the hallway of the radio station he was picking up tickets and he looks at me and he's like you know, I'm Adam. And I was like, oh, yeah, I know you. I was like, hey, how are you doing today? Are you excited to go to the concert? He looked at me, girl, like I had five heads. Like, wait, what? I was like, are you excited? Are you happy to go? That's awesome that you won. No, 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 no. Riley, I'm Adam. Yes, I know. The one that calls in all the time. We, we talked to you this morning. Yeah. It's really hard. But a lot of times, he still, he still hits me up today, too, by the way. Comments. Wow. A lot of times when you disarm somebody and prove them wrong. Mm. They will come at you. Either they'll shut the fuck up or they'll come back and kind of reconsider. A lot of times, like, because I'm not the one that really shuts the fuck up very often. A lot of times I will text back listeners and be like, hey, I'm sorry that you think that way. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry that you think I'm an idiot, but I'm trying. Right. I, like, <laughs> I don't often play small, no, I but you. sometimes I will and get to a person's level of like, yo, I'm still a person. You cross the line after that, I'll probably just not acknowledge you anymore. Yeah. I mean, I've had people tell me that I don't respect myself, that I am like trying to assume other races because I'm trying to be this, that, and the third. I'm like, look, I'm Puerto Rican and that's it. Right. You know what I mean? That's yeah. all that I am. My son's Puerto Rican. He's half black. Like, I've had a lot of people come at me and, and like some gut wrenching shit. Mm. Uh, the other thing I'll say is after you start to disarm them, if you want to go back and, and engage these trolls, know the boundaries and the things that people don't touch. Yeah. Because for me, you don't touch my kid. Right. You don't touch my friends. You don't touch Marshall. Right. 
I mean, those are the three like, eh, 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 like block, goodbye, I am done with you. So know your boundaries and what those are, because you got to remember, you're human too. You never want to piss off the listener to the point where they don't listen to you anymore, because Avi, that's not the goal in radio. But... I'm not the person that have always has has believed that I have to just eat shit because you're a listener. My boss is probably not going to like that I said that. Yeah. You know, I'll hold back a certain amount of it, but I am a person too, and so are you. Yeah. And I think that's important. You do have to have a certain amount of humility and grace in the beginning, and and develop a thick skin. Yeah. But after a while, you're allowed to be like, nah, you're not allowed to just troll me forever, ever, and I'm going to say nothing. No, it makes sense. Not you this got, girl. No. No, I hear you. Let <laughs> them know. You better let them know. And then, um, so I guess my question is, my another question that I have is, let's say you're on the air, because I have a hard time pronouncing certain words <laughs> and stuff, like seriously, and I <laughs> cringe, and I'm like, how do you save yourself from those moments? Because I'd be like, oh. oh this God. is my favorite. Okay. Don't save yourself. Okay. So... I know this might not be the greatest of advice, but you're human and that's the idea. That was another favorite. And again, I might have PDs rolling their eyes saying, don't tell her that. Don't bring back attention to your mistake. Yeah. Don't go back and be like, oh my God, I didn't say that right. Either stutter over it. Because if I was talking to you and I was like, Saran, like legit... The, the Jedi Fallen Order poster that Hoodie has up there. It's not Jedi, it's Jedi. But right. I would be like, oh, the Jedi. Well, wait, what? Whatevs, I can't talk. That poster. Right. You know, it's okay to be kind of human. Because, girl, when I first started doing news here, I used to do the entertainment reports. Ooh. Now I started doing news. I'm like, oh, my God, like, help. But I think it's okay to humanize yourself because I think people in the car would sort of laugh along with you. Right. Obviously, you don't want to seriously say an artist's name that's coming to Jingle Ball and screw it up. Yeah. Like, look up your shit and, you know, figure it out. But I think being human is okay. It's endearing and you're learning. Yeah. You know, it's all right to even tell people that. Like, I, when I say don't highlight your mistake, don't like just shut up and do nothing. Because that sounds even more weird. Yeah. I've done that a million times before. I would legit freeze up and be like, oh my God. You know, and this goes back to the original point I said at the beginning of this podcast, girl, after 10 seconds, nobody cares about it but you. Yeah. You're going to go in your head and like, you know, beat yourself up, but it's really not going to make or break you it's only going to make you better like your own once you get to the ability of being able to get through a break and be like well whoops and then move on and just kill it the next time yeah girl i used to always say again another piece of advice i shouldn't tell you being hungover were my best shows because i just didn't give a shit i was like oh yeah well i was funny i was relaxed i was whether i'm not saying go get drunk and then come to the station i'm not telling you that i like my job but be you because what you are is what got you in here. Right. I don't love to be like little Miss America and give you the motivational speech like that, but I'm being real in that sense. I had somebody tell me once that like they're like the most talented thing about Riley is not her voice. It is not her board skills. It is not her editing skills. It is that she never fucking wavers from who she is. No matter if a listener would have called me up and argue with me, no matter if a host would tell me I was wrong, no matter if it was the unpopular opinion, it's just who I am. And when you act that way, you don't know what other way to be. So it's almost harder to screw up. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Does that and make sense? I think sense? that's like the best advice you could really give me. It's like to just be who I am and don't steer away from that. And like, just don't try to confine to these people or... Like, you know, just their opinions and stuff like that. Like, let me just tell you, I had an intern a couple years ago. He was on the top 40 station like us, CHR, and he had 
dreads, the deepest voice I'd ever heard on somebody, the, the darkest chocolate I've ever seen in my life, deep, deep, deep voice. Do you know what his favorite song was? What? Mbop by Hanson. Oh, Lord. So I said the same thing, but I was like, okay, dude. I was like, what do you want to do? He's like, really? I don't want to be an urban. I don't want to be an R&B. I don't, despite the way that I look, I want to be CHR. I want to be talking about Mbop all day long. And I was like, then do that. Yeah. I said, unequivocally, go for it. Be that. Do that. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, like all these people that we thought were insane were invented light bulbs, you know? So be that and do you like I said to somebody a long time ago when I was doing a morning show boot camp panel I was like find your passion and then make it matter and people were like well what does that mean I was like find what you're good at no matter what the hell it is especially in today's day and age of being like influencers yeah you can find anything that is your passion and go run with it like you know I started working out two years ago now I'm an ambassador for two different gyms you see what I'm saying like And in this radio world, when you are able to show others and speak to others in such a way about what you're passionate about, Saran, there's going to be millions of people that you didn't know to connect with over your love of freaking canned cranberry sauce. Yeah. Which people gave me so much shit on the show today for loving canned cranberry sauce. Do you love canned cranberry sauce? Uh, not really. Well, that is fine. You find your canned cranberry sauce. <laughs> and make it work. For Thanksgiving and make it work. Yeah. But hopefully I have answered your questions and I hope you guys found some funny out of this because I know that it was like very radio centric, but I definitely like to take these moments and it's also practice for Saran to be on the mic and to interact with somebody. Like I like to take these moments and pay it forward. It. It honestly feeds my soul, too, because I remember the first conversation I had with you. You're like, oh, I don't want to bother you. You're so busy. Nah, girl. This is like me exercising, like, you know, like exercising my talent and remembering where it was that I came from. Because if you don't pay that shit forward, you're selfish. And I don't like that. That's not my jam. Well, I appreciate you. Yeah, girl. Well, you guys, I appreciate you for coming back and listening to Really Riley. I hope you dug it. And I'm going to have Saran back on a couple of times. I'm going to find something funny. I'm going to embarrass her. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> we, we play like this all the time, so I'm not beating her up, I promise. But thank you guys so much for listening. Hey, if you guys got any ideas or if you guys want to know anything about the industry or any kind of advice, I will do my best to give it to you and be smart about it. At Riley Couture, R-I-L-E-Y-C-O-U-T-U-R-E. That's Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And then Snapchat is at Radio Weekend. Appreciate you for listening. It's really Riley.